to another episode of 20 something more, um, for the past two weeks of planning and Skype calls back and forth with Dina and I are literally in a long distance relationship for another. It's lovely. I feel like I have a boyfriend. This is my first boyfriend. Thank you so much. I think I sincerely text you more than I've ever texted any boy in my entire life. Like we're, I sit at my desk and I'm like, 24 seven. I don't even exit out of my phone anymore. Like I got to tell Athena this and then we'll have like a full blown conversation. And I'm like laughing at my phone and playing in Excel at the same time. I'm like clicking and typing and clicking and typing. And it's just so funny. Sometimes when you don't text me back, I'm like, um, where are you? What <laughs> you doing that? You know, I'm like, Oh my God. Hey. And then I'll respond. <laughs> they don't keep texting you. That's like what I do because I'm like, she's going to have to answer eventually. So if I just keep texting her and blowing up her phone, it's just going to work. It doesn't bother me because it's just like, oh, yeah, like, I have something else to tell her, too. Like, how do I, I – I just need to quit my job. <laughs> you really need to quit our jobs because they're really taking a toll on our relationship. I feel like that's something a girl would say. Be like, quit your job. It's taking a toll on us. Not making enough time for me. <laughs> that's why I'm going to be in New York in a month. We have so many things planned. We have photo shoots, video shoots, so much – fun stuff going on when I'm there the content for our fans our like whole 20 of you <laughs> yeah I got a message from a guy that we only you know have like one person if there's one person listening to us I hope you're having a great time and I hope you it's not true because actually the stats there are some of you in Germany and Australia and there is one of you in France and I just I just want it from the bottom of my heart I want to say why the fuck are you listening <laughs> To me, talk about my relationships. Like, you do you know me? I mean, it's just funny. I love it. I'm I'm seriously thriving off of this. I love it. If you're from France, it's beautiful. Like, how are those French boys? You got to bring them over here. I I want a foreign boy. So if you're listening, Australian accents, no. Um, British accents, come at me, bro. I I can't. I love Australian accents. I think it's so hot. And do you know that in Australia, there are more females than males? Like, it's a proven fact that there's just more females than males. So they like... Interesting to me. So it's almost like the Hunger Games in Australia. That's how I would feel. Like, if I saw a guy, I'd be like, he's mine. I'd have to run after him and be like, I volunteers. I he's feel like we're at state again. Like, that's what I'm... The girl-to-guy ratio was just, like, so off. Yeah. It was so bad. So, so bad. That's, like... The one thing when you found a cute guy, like 20 other girls found him too. So you guys had a hunger game it out, whoever wanted him. I mean, you even have to hunger game it out. Like this guy would spend like about two weeks on you and he'd be like, you know, my girlfriend from sixth grade, she really just, uh, she really damaged me. So I just, I don't think I can commit to you right now. I'm like the very next week they'd be like literally like canoodling with a girl in the corner of the frat basement. You know what I mean? Like they just, they, just they have me. Just that's why I always say frat boys are just not the move. They just use and abuse you. And we're not about that anymore. We are. There's so much more past Pi Kappa Alpha and Phi Delta Theta. I swear to God, just once you graduate, it's like a whole nother world. Like you want to know something once you go in the real world and you actually sit back and think about these guys and how they dress and how they act. It's kind of like embarrassing kind of you're just like you literally wear dad outfits and you go out in the real world and if you wear that anywhere else people would be like what the fuck are you wearing like this is this is where I'm like you just need to you need to go shopping because freshman year Chad and Brad outfits are just they're just not they're not gonna get you laid in the real world I'm sorry they're not gonna get you laid but I have a way that you can get laid and save money and here it is, people. Our, our fabulous sponsor. Thank you guys so much. We have an amazing new way to get the lowest price while online shopping for you special ladies and you special guys out there. And that is Honey. Honey is a browser extension that automatically finds the best promo codes whenever you shop online. This means you always get the best deals without even trying on over 37,000 sites such as Amazon, Ulta, Nordstrom, Groupon, and more. The average user saves about $28, which is amazing. I used it actually at Lulu's 
two days ago and I bought over $200 of stuff that I do not need. And I got a code for 20% off. So I saved a lot of money and that is awesome. You know, mama loves a discount. Um, our referral link is www.joinhoney.com slash ref slash TSM. They do not have an app, so it is an only, um, website functional system, if that makes sense for you. Not sure what that Google browser add on. So I have me in my Google add on browser and like you just click a button and it automatically surfs the entire web for coupons for your order. Yeah. You're online shopping anyway. No one online shops on their phone like a loser. So you're going to use your computer. Type this in www.joinhoney.com slash ref, R-E-F slash T-S-M and help us help you. Save yourself some monies, honey. Yes. We love the money. That's good save. <laughs> but today's episode, the day is finally here. Athena. Oh gosh. I don't, what I don't did know. you do today? What did you do today? Tell them. During my very non-eventful lunch break of salad, because I'm on a diet, um, I made a hinge. Yes, I made a hinge. And I, I don't know how to feel about it. Like I am in the hinge world. My, I had to make prompts. I said the most embarrassing things Megan had to change my hinge for me because apparently I can't put that. I like the office. So that's good. Athena, like if you think about it, when someone wrote an article on it and they like screenshotted all these different girls profiles on hinge. And it's just like, where to find me at the, where to find me at the party, petting a dog. Like it was literally on 700 girls profiles. Like that was like their prompt. And then the other one was, um, rank these shows, the office, the office, not the office. And it's just like, everybody likes the office. Like, what do you suppose? How much can you talk about the office? Like, that's not a real conversation starting. Like you got to get to the root of the person and really see if they're worth going on a date with just because someone likes the office doesn't mean they're not going to try and get in your bed at the end of the night. No, but it means he might have a sense of humor and he might want to watch the office after he gets me in bed, which would be amazing. That's all I want. <laughs> So I'm trying to work, you know, I'm just trying to work with myself, my, my office obsession, but it's fine. I deleted it. I put, I don't even remember what I changed it to. Oh, I put that. I like a good documentary. So I sound intelligent. So that's That's good. So boring. (laughs) You know what? I don't know what you want me to do at this point. You don't want me to put the office because that's too typical. You don't want me to put a documentary because it sounds like I'm 80. Like, (laughs) I can't. I downloaded it for the purpose of this episode and it'll be deleted after this. I just wanted to see what was out there prompt wise for us to go over. And the ones that I chose were three truths and a lie. And my, I did three truths, but no lie. And that is where you throw them off my friends because then they'll be like, okay, they'll guess which one is a lie and they'll be wrong. And then they'll guess another one. And they'll still be wrong. And they'll guess the third one and they'll still be wrong. And then they'll be so confused. But at that point in the conversation, they have already learned a background story on three different things about your life. That is actually very good. You're playing a wicked game and that's not very nice because you're already starting the relationship with Oh, it's, it's a lie on a lie. I'm a liar. Yeah, but it's okay. Like, I guess it's good. Put it all out there. Give them three. I think for me, I feel like sometimes the prompts are like a little awkward because I like don't know what to say. Super awkward. Like they're just like unnecessary. And it'll be, um, let's debate this topic. Like, what are you, what are you going to debate? What are you going to sit there and debate? Like politics? One of them is politics. And like, that is my, I hate talking politics with anyone. So it's hard because I'm like, okay, what am I going to say? So I just randomly was just like, I'm scared of butterflies. That was one of my prompts. I was like, I'm just going to put it out there. So he knows to not take me. That's very quirky of you. And I actually really like that because I I actually am deathly afraid of um, butterflies. It started when I was little. And ever since then, I I don't like them at all. I don't like their little, they're gross, but yeah, I put that in there. So hopefully someone will will answer. I, I really haven't gotten any major like responses to any of my prompts. People are just like liking my picks. And then I 
said to start the chat with them. That's like a thing. So we'll see. I mean, you could let them make the first move. Like I know I've like in the past, I've made the first move first and it has been successful. I feel like guys kind of like that little confidence. Yeah. Give me, give me a little out there, but like, my, like you guys, you got to be confident on your profile. Like one of the ones that I use and says, your first round is on me. If, and I said, you show up because like, it's kind of funny, you know, <laughs> like I've never been on a date where the guy didn't show up, but like, that would just be such like an unfortunate circumstance. Do you wait? We need to talk about this then. Have you ever heard of cloaking? No. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm here to tell you and our listeners cloaking. I read about this online. I'm so fascinated. It's when you make all the plans to go to dinner or like get drinks. You guys are texting. You're on the way to the date you're still texting each other like, Hey, like I'm, I'm here. Like where are you sitting? Stuff like that. Then suddenly they don't answer. They block you. They delete the conversation on the dating app and like unfollow you or block you on everything. So like, it's not even just like a ghost. It's like beyond ghosting. It's, it's cloaking because that's crazy to go that far. Like you should just text someone and just be like, Hey, I'm not interested or Hey, I don't want to meet. But this person actually goes all the way to the date and they just crazy. Like I've had my own personal kind of cloaking story and it's a little embarrassing. I love the story. And I promised I wouldn't tell it, but I'm going to tell it today is a day. All right. So this was two, when I was in New York about two months ago, um, this guy that I knew from high school, I'm originally from New York, from Long Island. Uh, this guy that I knew through high school, he was friends with my like mutual friends. We started messaging on Instagram and he was like, you're coming back to New York. Like, that's great. And I like search up his Instagram. This boy got hot. Like he was not hot in high school. He looked like he was 12. Well, he does not look like he's 12 anymore. He was beautiful, chiseled, attractive, just amazing. He went to a good school. He went to Villanova. Like I was all about it. I was like, well, why don't we go to dinner since we're, you know, both in the city. He has a good job. He was like, yeah, I'm totally down. Like, I really want to see you. I really want to see you. It was really cute. We snapped a lot. We texted a lot. So the day of our date or the night before I text him and I was like, Hey, are we still on? Because I was staying on Long Island at the time. So for me to get into the city, it was a little bit. It takes like 20 minutes. So I was like, I just want to make sure before I go all the way to the city, like, is our date still on? He's like, yeah, 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 of course. I finished work at five. I'll meet you there. We were going to go to this restaurant called Max's. And I was super excited. So I get into the city and I didn't want to text him yet. It was around like 4.30 and our reservations were at 6. So I was there a little bit early. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to a coffee shop. So I happened to pass by. Amazon has these coffee shops, apparently. I did not know this in the city. Uh, And I just like stumbled in. I was like, you know, I'm just going to sit here, get a latte, hang out. So 5... 15 5 30 hits and I was like he hasn't texted me yet like maybe you know I don't know he gets off at five so that's kind of weird so I let it go whatever he still didn't text me it's like 5 45 so I texted him and I was like hey I'm sitting in this coffee shop waiting for you um just let me know when you get off the train because he was coming in from Long Island too he texts me back 20 minutes later and goes Hey, I'm actually coming to the city with my boss, but I have a work dinner, so I can't make it. Text me then. Had all day to text me and tell me, but he apparently just found out that he had this work dinner. Now I'm in the city, pissed as fuck, sitting here in this Amazon coffee shop, and I was fuming. I was like, who the fuck? He looks like he's 12, He look, even though he doesn't anymore. I was pissed. So I'm sitting there and I like glance up and I realize that this Amazon coffee shop actually sells liquor and beer. And I was like, fuck it. You know what? Absolutely. Fuck it. I don't care that this is an Amazon coffee shop. I'm getting drunk. Fuck you. I'm getting hammered in an Amazon coffee shop. So I went up and I was like, I want four shots of tequila and a beer. And the guy was like, Oh my, okay. Like, you know, girl. 
is everything okay at home? Like, like, and I like told him, I was like, this jerk just stood me up and it really hurts. Like, and then this guy, after I took the third shot, like I kind of was feeling, I hadn't eaten all day. I was so excited for this dinner. And he had the audacity to text me. What are you doing tomorrow though? I literally didn't answer, have not spoken to him since. And I just sat there and like was pounding shots. I think I spent like a hundred dollars at this Amazon coffee shop on shots and like beer. By yourself. By myself. And I'm just sitting there like taking, this lady was next to me with her child and she was just like, the fuck is this girl going through? Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I was the worst experience, but also, (laughs) and I went to Forever 21 and I spent like $200 on like random stuff that I still have never worn. I just like bought a lot of stuff. I bought like a wig too there. I was just like, I'm really thinking that maybe your coping mechanisms with (laughs) being stood up or cloaked or (laughs) ghosted are not the healthiest, but I applaud you. I think everyone who is ever cloaked on coffee shop, if you're if you're ever cloaked, my advice is to go and get hammered. Maybe not an Amazon coffee shop. Maybe a bar would be a better option. But if you, like, ever come across, like, a creepy guy and he's texting you, won't stop texting you, whatever, cloak his ass. Yeah. That, cloak them. It sounds so funny. Like, I love that. I'm going to start clo- – I'm not going to start cloaking people, but, but I'm going to start telling people to like, cloak people. Don't you think it's so insensitive as a person to – just be like, you know what? I don't want to go on this date. I'm just going to block them on every, like, to me, that shows that you just have, it's not even compassion. Just tell the person you don't want to go on the date. Yeah. Or literally, if you're going to lie, at least lie so far in advance so that the person doesn't show up to like an Amazon coffee shop and (laughs) (laughs) And wallow in self-pity, you know, like people have feelings. I had feelings and he didn't care. And you know what? I have nothing against him, I guess, as a person. Like, I didn't lose anything. We didn't talk for very long. We didn't really know each other that well. But at the same time, it's just a decency. If you do know, tell the person in advance. All you have to do is send them a text message. If they go all crazy and are like, oh, my God, you're canceling on me, it's fine. You did your good deed of the day. You sent them a text. But you don't don't, don't really owe them much until three or four you know what I mean like I feel like it's really not that deep but at the same time it's called respect of the other person like he does not owe me anything and it was just like him having respect for me just to be like hey listen I know that you're if I lived in the city I would a hundred percent understand but I was traveling from Long Island like I had to take a train I had to pay for the train I like it, it was just a just and the part that pissed me off the most was he was actually coming into the city to go to a dinner, quote unquote, and he didn't even say, hey, why don't we just get drinks after my dinner? Or why don't we hang out after I go to the dinner since I still owe you, you know, a night out or something like that would have been OK uh, for me. Boy brain doesn't think like that, Athena, like boy brain just automatically thinks, well, let me just cancel and then that'll be that on to the In next. In their head, it's like, why say a lot of words when few words can just, you know dinner with boss that's it they don't say like maybe we'll get more drinks that's just not in their head they're they're like cavemen they are like dinner with boss that's it I honestly think that's all he said to me and I was like okay like what time is the dinner like I it just but you know what no harm no foul obviously we weren't meant to be I hope he um be your future husband um we've evolved we've moved on we've we've healed yes I've I've healed with tequila my favorite so I'm okay now I'm and all the people at the coffee shop were really nice so you know what you it's okay no worries well, it seems like I'm going to live vicariously through you because I know you said you wanted to just like delete Hinge and then not look at it ever again after we talked about this. But I think that you should change your location and see what's out there in New York. And then you'll truly understand what I mean. Because when I had a Hinge, like it was, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful world. There was lots of fine eye candy for me to stare at when I was bored at work. I just feel like, okay, we have, we have to like discuss this so we can, 
there's certain things that we're looking for in a hinge profile. And I feel like most girls are, um, picture wise, just in general, I feel like obviously when you go on hinge, the first thing you're looking at is someone's picture and there's certain things that you, you know, are looking for, like, are, are they with their friends? But like, I wrote down kind of a list of things that I don't want to see. And then Meg can say the things that she doesn't want to see on your hinge. And this is for all of our gentlemen out there that are trying to, yes, step up their hinge game. I, okay. So number one, I don't want to see a picture of you and a dead fish. I really, I just don't want to see it. There's no place for it. It's like, okay, one. It makes you look like a strong, opinionated, douchey conservative. I don't know why, but that's just like the vibes that it gives off. You know what I mean? I don't want to see you holding a dirty ass fish. I don't ever want to go fishing. I hope that's never a date that comes across your mind that, wow, I really think this would be really great to take Megan fishing. (laughs) Like who just... Girls don't want to see that, so don't put it on your profile. What we do want to see is you holding a baby. A baby. Not multiple babies, not multiple baby pictures, because then it just looks like you have a child. Hold babies, not fish. That's what we're going to say. And also, here are some other points that we'd like to make. Um, I don't want to see a picture of you and all of your brethrens all lined up, Okay. (laughs) In the same fit, you guys remind me of the seven dwarves. I don't want to see that. I I don't want to. No, I, just pick a few friends. Don't post up. Don't wear the same outfit because half the time I never know which guy it is. They all have arms around each other and they're all like in the same fraternity. It's the same fraternity picture from like six years ago. And it's like not updated at all. And you're just sitting there zooming in on these faces, like trying to figure out what the fuck, which one he is. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's always for me the shortest one. And I'm like, okay, well, great. Of course. Not the one that's 6'2. I go for the one that's like 5'4. Ditto. Like, I don't know why. Like, my ideal height for a man would probably be 5'10 because I'm 5'3. So I can do, I can do short too. So, like, I, I'm blessed in that sense. And height never really bothered me. But for someone like you who's pretty tall, uh, you you have a limit you like you <laughs> unless you want to not wear heels and wear flats with your dresses the rest of your it says that, no it's just not an option that's the thing it's like listen I'll go for a guy that's 5'11 I really will like I don't think that's that bad I think 5'11 is like my like limit but I would like someone that I can wear heels and I, I don't have to worry about it because I am tall and most of the times my heels are tall too so I can't be with someone that's like 5'8 like my height that would be absolutely that would be hilarious to see honestly <laughs> it would be it just feel like huge right next to them like I want to feel like small and like protected you know what I mean I don't want to feel like when I'm hugging him like I'm the bigger one hugging him that's just so awkward and when you want to be little spoon you want to be little spoon you don't yeah, feel like feeling like large no <laughs> Exactly. I need a tall guy. I need a big guy. I need like a burly, like muscly guy, but not too muscly. I do not want to see your selfies at the gym on your, so on anything, your social media or your hinge. This goes for social media too. We do not want to see you flexing at the gym. Also, this might sound as a shocker, actually not really at all, but the first, one of the first guys I dated here in New York city, his hinge profile Literally, and I got to know him well enough to know that this was his ex-girlfriend. He had a picture of him and his ex-girlfriend on his Hinge profile. Bro, like, what's going through your mind? Like, this girl, like, she could easily be swiping and, like, come across you and be like, why why am I the best case on this guy's Hinge profile? Like, we dated, we broke up, and now he's advertising me to go date another woman. Okay, but you have to think about it. It's better than when I've seen, like, from my friends before I've become, like, a hinge hoe now. Um, my friends have swiped on guys that literally put an X over their, like, X's face or, like, draw it out or, like, crop it out. We know it's your X. We're not stupid. 
And that, like, okay, even if we don't know that it's your ex, like, if you, it, you're just better off just leaving it, like, completely. And, like, taking, yes. unconnecting your Instagram. Because I know, like, for the time, like, for a time that I had my Instagram linked to my Hinge account. And then I took it down because I was just, like, okay, one, like, I really don't want them to look me up and, like, make um, judgments based off of what my social media looks like or kind of go more into detail and, like, creeping into my past. Because then, like, that kind of sets them up. They could either want to go on a date with you or they could not. And I feel like your first initial conversation, like, they shouldn't even have any of that background information. You know what I mean? Like, because then, like, not knowing anything and, like, you get to have, like, true, real conversations. So I do, I kind of do think then maybe, like, when you do meet someone, maybe not following them on social media right away unless, like, you guys have met, you know, on Instagram because sometimes you meet people on Instagram all the time or they slide into your DMs. But sometimes it's so much better if you don't follow them on on social media. But then at the same time, I'm like, what if he has really embarrassing photos? That would just, I couldn't do it. I mean, I creep. I creep like a motherfucker. Like, I will, like literally this sounds so creepy but I google like everyone that I go on a date with you know what I mean like I need to have like some sort of like is this guy normal you know you're about to go on a date with someone you have no idea who they are in a city pool of like 8.6 million people anything could happen you have to be careful especially like as a woman that you don't get yourself into so I I do do like a a simple light stock background check if you will yeah <laughs> I think I'm actually a background check but myself I will make sure that you are normal and I trust my gut feeling if I feel safe or not it's so weird but I kind of think like if you do let's say you do the background check and stuff and you come across his social media his twitter his instagram anything like that I kind of think you can tell someone's intentions on what they're looking for from their social media. Like if a guy has a lot of pictures with his family and this very like chill kind of thing, I think he's probably looking for something serious or or could develop into something. And there are signs on people's social media. If there are multiple girls commenting, multiple girls liking his pictures, things like that, or if he's liking a lot of things, you can check what he's liking. He probably is a fuck boy and he probably is not looking for something serious, especially if there's a ton of girls commenting and you kind of get the vibe that they're probably from Hinge or Tinder because you can tell when, you know, they probably have met through social, through dating apps and things like that. He's probably a player and that kind of helps me because I'm like, okay, I know what I'm going to get out of this date. I know what he's looking for. Well, kind of a way that I tell, especially if I am looking at, like, a Hinge profile, like, uh, I came across this guy for this episode. I'm actually looking at his profile right now. He has his Instagram linked, and it looks like he was in a relationship. It says he posted this picture last year. He doesn't use social media a lot, which is obviously, like, a good sign to me. Like, if you're very social media obsessed, um, that's a good thing. It's kind of, like, a good balance for me because I am constantly – it's, like – part of my job that I am constantly on my phone on social media uh, but it looks like he had a long relationship and like looking at his captions he was pretty sweet towards this girl and it looks like they were together for like three years see you like learn so much about someone's past by having their Instagram and having their Twitter and like I can't tell if it's like a good thing or a bad thing you know what I mean like what it, I don't know what do you guys think let's hear some feedback if you have any just like let me know because I love heat with social media and like significant others especially after like my pa- like my v- very last relationship I feel like I kind of like it just because it helps me kind of piece together what kind of person they are and you find out so much you can find out if they have siblings if they're close with their family um just you know what their friends are like that's so important to tell what their friends are like and what kind of pictures they post and post like I would say if they post like a bunch of pictures of them at like Tao or like um any kind of club and there's like a big group of them like at a table and they have like a bunch of bro pics where like none of them are single pictures of them with their their family or them doing something that they love um then I kind of get the the vibe that they're just kind of young they're still in that New York City like on the shit mentality where they think that they can just like get on a dating app and talk to girls take them on a date take them on like one or two dates and then like hook up ghost that's the end of it 
I feel like you can easily tell based off of their profile what they might. I mean, you don't want to judge someone like a book by its cover, but that's usually this. No, but that, that, I mean, it happens. People judge all the time. And I think it also helps you because you have to, sometimes I feel like if I do see that, I'm more likely to have my guard up as opposed to someone that I, that seems like really sweet or like close with his family or, you know, isn't into, obviously we go out, obviously we like to have a good time, but there's a fine line, I think, between going out all the time and like being absolutely insane as opposed to like having a job and, you know, knowing you have a job, you can't just like go out every single night. And, and I like when that's very clear, like on their social media, like, um, travel, like when I see that they have like travel pictures or I see that they, um, ran a race and like, that's like one of their, um, pictures, you know what I mean? I like when guys have a set goal or, um, post pictures of them doing things that they actually truly enjoy and like describe who they are as a person rather than them sitting at a table at PhD, like sipping on a drink with their buddies. You know what I mean? Cause like the yeah. club guys, you go to like you most nine times out of 10, you're going to go to PhD and none of those guys are going to be your future husband. I promise you that. You want a guy that has like some depth to him. Like there was a guy that I saw that, um, he wasn't the cutest guy, but he had like really cute pictures of him and his, um, family at a concert. And I just think that's cute. Like you go to a concert with your parents or you hang out with a bunch of your friends and go to like, you don't always have to necessarily go out and get so trashed, have a good time, which I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it. I got drunk in an Amazon coffee shop. Like I am off for it. So what's but, your ideal first date then? Oh, um, I am a huge person. I know that a lot of people are like, ooh, like dinner would scare me. But I really love dressing up super cute and just going to like a nice dinner. Like it doesn't have to be a full dinner. We could go for just appetizers and and drinks. I love when it's a pretty setting. I am so for a really nice restaurant or a nice rooftop place, like if it's nice out or something outdoors, um, just to sit and get to know someone. I, I think I know that previously I've always been like, oh, let's meet each other out and I'll be with a group of my friends. He'll be with a group of his friends. You don't really get to know someone when you're meeting them out at a bar. I know it makes it a lot easier because you're going to you know, be drinking and you're less nervous, but you don't really get to know them as a person. I mean, you're all hanging out all together. I like to get to know someone one-on-one. And I think I've always been a the kind of person that can meet someone that I don't know. And it's, it's not awkward. Obviously we all get nervous, but I think at our age we should be able to meet someone and it just be like, whatever, like if we vibe, it's great. It's awesome. If we don't, then whatever, it's fine. Like we walk away from it. But I really think like sitting down and getting to know someone is so much better than going out to a bar and meeting up with him and his buddies, especially because half the time I've done that, the guy has been blacked out and I'm just like, okay, well, we didn't even get to talk. And that's just like, not my thing, you know? Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, I like in this last week, I released my first blog post for TSM, which if you haven't read it, go, go give it a read. I completely poured my entire heart and soul into it. And Beautiful. I love that post. I, I read it like over and over and over again. I'm like, wow, I'm really freaking proud of that. Anyway, I described my um, two favorite dates that I've ever went on here in the city. And they happened to be with two of the guys that I dated. And uh, I think an ideal first date is not something that's not too like extravagant. Um, my favorite one was we went to this underground like cocktail lounge and there was like jazz music playing and there was like a bunch of people and it was just it was like not an ideal first date just because it was super loud but then um the second half of the date I was I had mentioned that I love dive bars and he he was like oh I know the perfect place in my neighborhood so we went to this dive bar and um we literally stayed there for like three hours and it was one of the best dates I had ever been on because there was no pressure it's just like we had um corona and limes and then we took like a tequila shot and we literally talked forever and I love dates like that because there's not too much pressure you don't feel the need to like dress up super fancy and like you don't feel like you're ordering the wrong thing like if you get something that might be like not in their budget or might be in their budget and they're just like you just don't know where that fine line is of 
um, how much should they be spending or how much should you be offering to help pay for the date. And like, I just love carefree dates like that, where you're not really thinking about it. Like, Oh, is this in the end, if things didn't work out, like he just bought me two beers, like it's fine. You know, like you don't feel bad. Like, I think New York is such a great place because even if I know this sounds so stupid and I'm not trying to make it sound like a rom-com or something, but in the summer, and if you find a date, like you could literally just go for a walk and like, there's, there's so much to do and just like getting to know someone and it's such a beautiful city. There's so much to do, but even if you live in other places, like you can find things that are inexpensive. That's a fun date. Or maybe if he has something that he really likes. Like, I think it is so cute when a guy really likes something and wants to take this girl that he's going on a date with to do it. Like, even if I went on a date with a guy and he was like, let's go canoeing, I've never been canoeing, nor do I want to go canoeing. But if he really enjoyed it, like, it's something he likes. And I think that that's really cool. And maybe the next day. Comfort zone to like, things, which is cool. I love dates like that. Yes, it's something that's different. I think that shows that the guy really put a lot of time into what he wanted to do and where he wanted to take you because a normal guy could just be like, let's meet at the bar or let's go grab a drink here somewhere like boring. But if he takes you somewhere or like wants to do fun activities, he's actually thinking about it and is like, wait, like I'm going to take this girl to something that I really enjoy and hopefully she likes it. And maybe the next day you guys could do something that you enjoy. So and ladies, those guys, one, do exist because um, one of the guys I dated, he cons- like he literally consulted in his assistant at work. And he was like, okay, so I'm going on a date with this girl. He like told me the story. He goes, I'm going on a date with this girl. Like, I don't know how to take her. I have, like this list of 20 places that I've thought about that I really want to try and like maybe take her on. And I'm just like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop you. I'm stopping you in your tracks there because you have a list of 20 places that you thought out that you might want to take me. Like swoon where's my wedding ring you know what I mean like guys guys, like think about where they want to take you rather than like last minute on the same day like oh like do you have any places in mind or like uh there's this place near my apartment that like we could grab like wine or something and just like no like you should you should plan this date at least like five days in advance so that you can think about like okay like where where would I want to take this girl? Like it should, I feel like the first date should always be up to the guy. I feel like out of respect, it should take the pressure, like take the pressure off the girl and really plan something elaborate and like show her that you want to take her on a date because otherwise girls are just going to think that, um, and girls hate making decisions. Like, holy shit. Like if yes. you all the decision-making on me, I'm going to be like, whoa, 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 I don't, I don't know anything. Like, you, I, know. I don't know where to go. I don't know, like, how much he wants to spend. Like, I don't know anything. Like, the guy is obviously going to be the one that's paying for the date. So, like, do not make the girl choose the first date, you know? No, it, it should be within, obviously, your price range. So pick somewhere that you can pay for and, you know, you know you're going to be paying for her. And I just think it, it adds, like, the extra touch that you're not just trying to you know, take me home because probably, which listen, listen, some guys will plan an excellent date and then his main goal is to take you home. That's why he did it. Like, I understand that. And sometimes it works. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it doesn't like sometimes it does work and you know, it's good for them. But also at the same time, like you have to sit back and say, like, if you get that vibe that he's just trying to take you home, just, you know, decide if that's what you want to do. If it's not, just be like, Hey, I have a great, I had a great time and walk away. And then if he doesn't text you, you know, that his one goal at the end of the night was to take you home and have sex with you. And, you know, sex on the first date is a very like, like topic that I, I never want to touch, but I kind of want to talk about because I feel like people never like, should we do it? Should we not do it? I think it's a personal problem. Yes, I think it depends on you. And if you do, there's nothing wrong with it. And I know a lot of people have this like idea that if they do do it, that's it. Like there's no way that you guys are ever going to date. And I don't want anyone to think that way. And it's it's your own choice. Like if you want to do it, go for it, girlfriend. Like I do not yeah, care. I definitely think um, if you feel comfortable and you feel like you had a great connection with this person, then yeah, go for it. But it's definitely not something that I do just because that's my personal preference. I want like a guy, I want it, want the guy to be able to take something away other than like sex. You know what I mean? If yes. I want to know that that guy is genuinely interested in seeing me again, maybe two more times. You know what I mean? Like I want he needs something to hang on to. 
Yeah, make him work for it. I think that is such a, a important thing too. Like I'm like we were saying, we're not trying to say that we're against anyone that does it, but at the same time, I think there is like keep him guessing, keep him guessing what it's like, keep him guessing like if you're looking for a relationship. Like that's not the way to go. I don't necessarily think that sleeping with someone on the first date is the best way to go about it just because they might get this idea not that it would be your fault but they might get this idea that you are not looking for anything yes so you know you have to assess it if if in that moment you're not looking for something then 100% go for it but if you are and this is like you had a great time and you really like this guy you should wait because it's going to make him guess and it's going to make him want it more because you're saying like, whoa, like you're going to have to take me on like two more dates or three or four or 10, like make him wait like five months. I have a friend of mine, actually, she, um, I, I applaud her because she literally will go on date after date after date after date with the, the same guy. And like in the end, it was best for her because they ended up calling it quits. Or, like, he not ghosted her, but, like, it fizzled out in the end because she wasn't putting out. And and, the, and she she really thought that this guy really, really liked her. And that's the sad reality of it because they'll stick around for a little bit. And if they're not getting what they want in the end, like, they will walk away. And I feel like that's where you need to assess the situation. And it's just like, okay, like, does this guy really like me or does he just want to hook up with me because like they're going to stop putting in effort eventually if that's what they want yeah and it's like super careful yeah it's really funny because so I actually got a dm from a girl after I posted on my story um about just dating app stories or dating in general and she told me that she she moved to a new city she just moved to charlotte I'll say that I won't say her name but she just moved to charlotte so it's a pretty big city Um, she loves it. She met this great guy. He was awesome. Really sweet. He was 26. So he's older than us. And they'd been going on dates for like super long. She said it was going great and it was awesome. She really, really liked him. And he told her that he didn't want to have sex like yet. He wanted to wait, which is super cute that a guy said that, like he must really like you if he's saying to you, Hey, listen, I I don't want to have sex yet. Like I really would like us to wait. So she said that she thought it was awesome, great. So I think she said like a few weeks passed by and it just like happened one night. They, you know, went on a date. It just happened. And, and you know, it just happened. Like whatever, they'd been talking for a while. She didn't think anything of it. And she said the next day he texted her and was like, listen, um, I'm not looking for anything serious. We're at different points in our life and I can't see you ever again. And like, that's so, to me, like, I don't know if he was telling her that he didn't want to have sex because he knew that he was in a different point in his life and he didn't want to get her involved or didn't want to get feelings. But at the same time, you're hanging out with someone so much because she said they hung out like all the time, went on dates. Like her story made no sense. And I felt, I felt so bad for her because that must really hurt. Like you guys both agree that you weren't going to have sex or anything, but they were hanging out, having a great time. And then it happened. And he kind of just immediately the next day was like, I cannot do this at all. And he specifically said, we're at different points in our life. And it was so weird when she was telling me, I, she didn't even understand. I'm mad for her. <laughs> I am too. And I, I don't even know what advice or anything to say. It's clear, boys. Seriously, that's all you have to do. Like, girls are not going to, like, it's hookup culture. Like, girls are, if you are up front with a girl from the very beginning of what you're looking for or what you're not looking for or if you're, like, you're open to the idea of a relationship but, like, you're just going to, like, let things happen. There's, like, a difference between those things. But if you just don't, like, imply your intentions at all and you just keep flirting with this girl and taking her on dates and like treating her as if you are going to date her at some point, or you are going to pursue her at some point other than just like casually dating her, then you need to make that clear because you can't, I, I, that blows my mind. I'm so mad for that girl. I was so, once I got the story, I knew that I had to somehow put it into this episode because I still am actually like sad about it. I, I couldn't believe that someone 
who she said spent so much time with her. She really liked him. He was 26. So you would think someone 26, you know, a little bit mature looking for something is going where at different points in our life. And to me, it's so upsetting because it's like, she has a great job. She just moved to a new city. Like I think they're on the same path. Like she's not a crazy party girl or anything like that. And the minute after they have sex, you're just like, sorry, can't. mind blown and I understand like from from my perspective there is such a thing as we're at different places in our lives because it is very true I think there is a fine difference between 26 and 27 and as as crazy as that sounds and like 12 months like you'd think like wow that really doesn't make much of a difference but I've I've dated someone who's 26 and I've also dated someone who's 27 so seeing the difference in their like maturity levels and what they care about and what's important to them is insane to me because they were completely different. I don't know if that's just who they were as people, but you could also see that in like where they were in life. Like one was still kind of not a far, like not as far along in like the maturity scale as the other one. And I think it's very clear that you, you do have to be careful that even though someone is 26, 27, 28, it doesn't always mean that their maturity level is going to be than someone who's like 23 yeah I agree I I think sometimes we assume just because someone's older that they're more mature but sometimes you know they're not and you just have to I told her like I mean if that's how he wanted to be I mean it sucks obviously but you just dodged a bullet because he obviously what if he did that like later on in your relationship I she was like you're right like what if we started dating and then randomly one day he's like, eh, never mind. I mean, you didn't waste as much time. And, and I think that's great. And it's a learning lesson that you're looking for someone that's not going to do that just because, you know, I don't, I don't know what happened with him. Obviously his head was just, yeah. I, I, I've had my time wasted so much. I'm honestly like numb to it. Like I, dude, I say, I would say this past week I've been feeling like, or like last week I was feeling like super down and it's just like questioning, like, why me? Why again? Like, why, like, what am I doing wrong? Like I was starting to think like I was the reason that like things never work out or like, it was just like, okay, I just need to like get rid of dating apps altogether. Cause they just don't work. Like I was honestly convinced last week. And then I like sat and I wrote that entire blog post and really reflected on dating, especially like in the past year. And just like, you just have to remember that, like, not everybody is, like, going to communicate how you do. Not everyone is going to be on the same page as you. Not everyone is going to, like, have, like, the same, like, love language as you, per se. Like, they're going to show you they care about you in other ways. And, like, in the end, it's, like, that doesn't mesh up with who you're dating. And at that point in your life or at that point in their life, then it's just not going to work. And you can't blame yourself for that. And you can't blame the other person. It just they're not right for you and you move on on to the next one redownload hinge bumble tinder honey grinder i don't care redownload that shit because there are 8.6 million people in new york city there are 4.6 million people in other cities la you know what i mean like so whatever wherever you live fort fucking myers like <laughs> jesus christ see a cute guy and what did you see i a very cute guy you know you you just have to pick yourself up that be happy where you are now don't rush anything that's like what i keep telling myself and like i have honestly had the best week i have like it's like a weight lifted off my shoulder i i feel like i can finally focus on things that i want to focus on and really um put my heart and soul into this podcast and like writing a blog and doing the things I wanted to do that I necessarily didn't feel like I could do. So, and, and like in a few weeks from now, I might be like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to get back on Hinge, you know? Like, there's nothing wrong with being 22 and, like, keeping your options open and seeing, like, other fish in the sea. And But until then, like, literally my sidekick told me to, like, never speak to a boy again until September. So, like, I'm trying to, like, take her up on it. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to take <laughs> No, back. It. I'm fine with it and right now like I feel like good I feel good about like this summer and like you moving here and Danny moving here and just like life is just gonna be so good and I'm like excited mm-hmm. we're gonna do great things we're gonna meet 
beautiful men. We're going to do fun things and it's, it's going to be great. We're going to get a few free drinks here and there. We're going to scoop the bars on the weekends. We're going to hit the rooftops. We're going to go on. Okay. I'm going to put us on a challenge where we go on a date a week, at least a date. Okay. Fine. I guess so. Find you a date a week. And it's fun. I probably, I literally am going to go into like shock because I haven't talked to males in forever. And I just like, sit at home. So this is going to be fabulous. I'm really excited to go out into this dating world and it's going to be great. And we're going to have so much content for you guys. Talking about dating. I just, I have like a freaking weird fetish. Getting rashed from talking about <laughs> I'm getting itchy, like talking about it. I am so excited. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're, we're really excited. Thank you guys so much for all of the kind messages that we both received like through this past week. And like, we really, we want to like have an outlet where you guys can feel like you can relate to us and ask us things and question why we do things. Like, well, I'm definitely going to fuck up all the time. Like I'm literally like, I'm not good at dating. Like, hence why nothing's ever worked out for me, but we want people to be able to come to us and say like, Oh, I'm not good at dating either because then that makes us feel like we're not, we're not alone there in that, that area of life. <laughs> we're not the only ones here. Yes. <laughs> you too. So that's good. Um, but yeah, we love all of the really sweet comments and we keep putting out content for you guys. We hope you like it and please, please, please subscribe if you can and write a really nice um, comment or even a bad comment. I don't care. Don't want to write anything about our podcast in general. Like leave us a joke. Yeah. We love knock knock jokes. Just put it on there. Just leave us anything five star it. It'd be great. And we will love you forever. And yeah. Well, thanks for listening guys. We'll see you. Well, not, not even see. We'll hear you next time. <laughs> next time we will talk about, we don't even know, but it's going to be great. We already know. Great. <laughs> All right. Bye guys.